Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. There is nothing the political establishment will not do, no lie that they won't tell, to hold their prestige and power at your expense. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement, and we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again. What is up, fellow patriots? This is your friendly neighborhood patriot, Hannah, and welcome back to the Red Patriot Show. So happy if you're watching this or listening to it level, you guys, my current subscribers, and if any of you are listening to this for the very first time, welcome to you guys as well. Remember to stay encouraged and to love one another, and remember that I love all of you guys as well, all loving one another. Okay, so guys, I mean, the deep state narrative is completely falling apart. If you've been watching the news, you know, with the COVID narrative, like, and so it just, it's, it's all falling apart. Like, I mean, cause vaccines were supposed to like help and protect you. And it's really not cause like everybody's getting this Omicron thing, which number one, I mean, a virus, if you can't isolate it, how can you determine a variant from it? But I'm just a 22 year old kid who doesn't know anything. Right. But I mean, the narrative is completely falling apart. I mean, a big thing, let's see, I'll go over and share my screen with you guys. I mean, the UK um, dropping their vaccine passport and lockdowns and stuff. I mean, guys, that is major, okay, um, for the UK to do this. And so this is this is really major. And I mean, like I said, and uh, even like Starbucks, I mean, dropping their vaccine mandate. And guys, I mean, businesses are dropping the vaccine mandate across the board because of that Supreme Court thing. Just across the board. I keep saying that, but guys, the narrative is falling apart. The deep state is continuing to lose power. Like I said, they still have enough um, amount of it to, you know, just keep the white hats, you know, kind of uh, checking on them and stuff. And uh, uh, just to uh, make them a little bit um, uncomfortable or not necessarily uncomfortable, but just kind of to keep them, uh, keep the good guys watching the bad guys. Cause like I said, we don't want them blowing up uh, like 200 million people or something. But the deep state narrative, I mean, we can see it's just completely falling apart. I mean, people are waking up to the fact that this COVID stuff isn't real. Um, nations, are, they're no longer really able, they're beginning to where they're not able to actually keep kind of a check on their citizens anymore. Um, so because the citizens are like, we're not doing this. So this is actually, this is a really good thing. Um, if this is maybe starting the domino kind of, of maybe, you know, the world standing up in a sense, um, that would be great. And stuff. And like I said, even over here, um, Chuck Todd, this, okay, I was going to show you guys this uh, on the Gateway Planet, and I'll show you this article in a second, but I just wanted to go show you guys the, kind of the contrast just within one month. Because like a month ago, December 13th, you can see here, pathetic. Chuck Todd blames Biden's awful numbers on COVID and Trump. Okay, so a month ago, uh, Chuck Todd was saying, the only reason Biden has like low numbers is because of Trump and COVID. Okay. And then now jump to like here a month later. Okay. A year after promising change in tone, Biden has failed so far to do that. Okay. This is a video of Chuck Todd from, I think it was, it was from maybe the, yeah, the, though it was the 16th. Okay. It's a little video of him and he's blaming Biden. And let's see, hold on. Where's the actual video? Let's see. There it is. Okay. Um, it was <laughs> taking a second for it 
to load. Um, and guys, this is Chuck Todd, who's like an ardent Biden supporter. I mean, with Trump, I mean, when he was talking about him, you thought his head was like going to explode just because like Trump made him so mad. And it was kind of funny. He's like, he's a, he's a man child. But anyways, I mean, listen to what he, listening to him say it. It's even Good crazy. Sunday morning. Every new administration enters office with an agenda of optimism for President Biden. The plan was that COVID would be defeated. The economy would fully recover and he would be able to deliver a return to normalcy. But plans have a way of going sideways. A year into Mr. Biden's presidency, unemployment is down. Wages are up, but inflation is also up to a 40-year high. Infrastructure and COVID relief bills were passed, but Build Back Better is stuck in neutral. And most important, though vaccines are available and effective, Delta and Omicron have dealt a one-two punch to the economy, the supply chain, and that promised return to normalcy. (laughs) And on Thursday, the Supreme Court blocked Mr. Biden's vaccine or test mandate for large businesses, perhaps taking away the last effective tool in his COVID toolbox. That same day, Mr. Biden's last minute push for voting rights bills was dealt a likely fatal blow. Democratic Senator Kirsten Sinema said again what she's been saying for months. She is opposed to changing the filibuster to pass this legislation. So now what? All of this came just as the president was heading, by the way, to Capitol Hill to lobby fellow Democrats to change the Senate rules. So it was quite the exclamation point on a terrible... (laughs) I find it also funny that, you know, he says Mr. Biden, he says president like Mr. President Biden or like like maybe once or twice. But most of the time he says Mr. Biden. So he doesn't even say just Biden or Mr. President or the president. He usually says just Mr. Biden. So I kind of find that weird. But I mean, if you've got if you have Chuck Todd, who's going against you now, I mean, you're in trouble. I mean, same thing. Al Sharpton was on. Uh, something and he was kind of berating Biden for something I forget and that was just recently I mean and if you have Al Sharpton on your bad side like that's not good you're also in trouble I mean Chuck Todd bad enough but Al Sharpton I mean if like I said I hate that guy but I'm like if you have these guys on your bad side you are so freaking in trouble um guys the narrative is completely falling apart um it's it Sit back and enjoy the show. I mean, like Juan of Savin was saying, like, watch them destroy themselves from the inside. And that's exactly what they're doing. The deep state is destroying themselves from the inside. And I'm like, why would the white hats, the good guys, whatever you want to call them, step in and do anything right now when the bad guys are destroying themselves for the entire world to see it like they're destroying themselves for their, for everybody to see right in front of everybody and stuff. So, I mean, you would just sit back and kind of like sip your margarita and be like, well, we'll just wait for this pony to run itself into the ground. Uh, well, just wait. that's not the first pony for pony to drop. Well, yeah, <laughs> we'll wait for this pony to drop. And then as I like, will come in and do some stuff, but it's just, it's, it's comical for me to watch. Like I said, I have said this multiple times now. I love watching the mainstream news. If you guys even just watch a little bit Fox news, like I said, I can't stand like NBC and stuff. Cause they still just, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just can't stand it. But Fox news is actually fun to watch in the evenings. Just be, you see the, number one, the red pilling, depending on what show you're watching, you can hear the words they're saying, and they're trying to slowly red pill people and stuff, subliminal messaging, but it's, it's so fun to watch because you see exactly what ones like Simon and Charlie have said months ago, but it's coming out into the mainstream media now. 
and stuff. So, I mean, this is just amazing. And okay. So you guys probably saw president Trump in Arizona, right? Okay. So, well, number one, whenever you look at his shirt, you'll notice that it was unbuttoned. It was, he didn't have a tie on and it was kind of unbuttoned a little. Okay. Like I said, we usually never see him like that. He's always got some type of a tie on. Okay. Whenever president Trump wears something or says something, usually it's coded somehow, somehow it, it means some type of code. Okay. So the fact that he is wearing his shirt kind of on his collar unbuttoned and stuff, a friend pointed out that you only you know, unbutton your shirt or unbutton your collar whenever kind of the work's done, you take your tie off at the end of the day, whenever kind of the work is done. So is this symbolizing that some type of a work is done? I don't know. No, I'm also going to say this. Um, I don't really think that was President Trump. I saw close up the pictures of the videos of people who were there. I can tell you more than likely that it's not Trump. Uh, a few other Patriot truth, like Q uh, Patriot truthers also don't think that that was Trump. Um, and so it, it would make sense with Simon Parks already saying that he's been moved to a secure location. So the fact that that wouldn't be President Trump makes sense um, that they would be the White Hats have their own body doubles and stuff for him. Either way, I don't know. That's just my opinion. Um, but anyways, but down at the bottom um, and Simon Parks had this, too. OK, Um at the bottom, you'll see, and I'll just mute this because we don't need to be listening to it, but you will see a little ticker right here says Nassara Gasara. And it just continues to scroll across. Okay. So Simon was talking about, um, or Simon had that on there. And so some other patriots have been wondering, you know, is that a way, you know, he announced Nassara Gasara. Um, worldwide because i believe with how the economic policies are set up you have to announce them um i'm not exactly for sure i don't know what these things at the bottom are i tried to find out i don't know if they're usernames or if they're people who subscribe to them or whatever but anyways it's right there so not really for sure exactly what that meant but like i said if you look close up at him i'm like that's not president trump like i said i would bet a hefty sum that that is not president trump and i may lose it all but i would say 99.9 chance that is not president trump but the main point of this is nisargasar is down here at the bottom what does it mean i don't know but we're seeing so many weird things um and Recently, one of seven has really been talking about, you know, the law of war. Okay. Um, the book, and I'm going to go in for probably some other of my episodes and talk kind of you guys through some of the main points, um, of the law of war manual. Um, cause it's like 1200 pages, but this is what it is. It's from the department of defense. It's made, um, with the Geneva convention from like back in the, what was it? 2020s, thirties, whenever world war two was, I believe, um, it was made during um, around kind of the Geneva Convention and then a lot of the laws and, and then a lot of the law books and stuff that came out like naval warfare, et cetera, things like that. OK, but anyways, 107 has been talking a lot about this and saying you only need to read it. Like I said, you can get um, the links going to be in the description below. So you'll be able to find the links are always in the description below. So um, you might be able to go and get the entire PDF document. Like I said, it's like 1200 pages, but it is an awesome it is an awesome, awesome read. Um, but what everybody's talking about now, and I'm sure you've heard them talking, and you probably heard the 11.3 people talking about that for a while. Um, whenever people say 11.3, usually it's referring to, because each section is labeled with a Roman numeral, like explains at hands, private conflict, et cetera. You can go back up here and find um, all these other ones too. Like it's, it's how um, enemies still have to 
act in war, even when they're enemies, they still have to follow this. Um, of course, like I said, the deep state, I don't think is following this. I'd say probably not because like they're, they're evil Satanists. But this was just with parties um, like involved in war, like different sides, different countries. And this is just things that they were going to agree the things like the Geneva Convention that they would agree on, like to do or not to do when um, they were in war, which is what we are in now. Um, just, of course, we don't see it. So, okay. So section 11 is the entire thing is about military occupation. And this is section 11.3. And whenever you click on this area in the, there, um, in the, uh, in the outline area, it will take you to the page. It should take you to the page and uh, 11.3. Okay. End of occupation, which would be DC, um, which would be ending the conflict in DC. Okay. I'm not going to go in and talk much about this. There's kind of a lot more in there. I'm going to go in and talk about later, um, in one of my later episodes, but that's kind of what, um, they're all talking about now with like the military, the good guys have been occupying DC, occupying something. When you're an occupant, it means, or when you're the occupying power, that would be the good guys, um, and stuff in a foreign land, which would be the district of Columbia. So since they've been there doing their things, they would be quote unquote occupying it. So like I said, there's a bunch of stuff about, um, you know, the occupying power has to make sure the civilians are safe, um, can allow a lot of the same uh, processes to still kind of continue um, while they're doing stuff and all that. So that's what 11.3 is um, in the law of war. But like I said, this is a great book. I would really encourage you guys to go get the whole PDF document and just kind of look through it. Um, I've only read like a few areas of certain sections, guys, because this thing is 1,200 pages. And a lot of times I have to like go to Google or something and be like, okay, what does this term mean? Or like, what does this idea mean or whatever? But this is the book that one of them was talking about. And like I said, everybody needs to read it. Like he said, um, everybody needs to read this um, or at least start kind of looking through and just familiarizing yourself with the law of war, because I'm telling you guys and the episodes, when I talk about it more guys, it explains exactly why we're seeing what we are seeing and why we aren't seeing what we thought we were going to see Trump, president Trump, the good guys, they're following this to a T, even though the deep state, of course, they're not following it. They don't care to kill people and stuff, but the good guys are following this. They're following the law of war. They are following it to a T just like president Trump wants to, and just like they are. So like I said, Law of War, definitely go and read it, It um, or at least start kind of reading it, looking through it, and so because you will definitely get encouraged reading it, particularly the um, Section 11, um, talking about occupation, because that's what we're seeing in D.C. and all that, and like talking about protection of, uh, or protected persons, or whatever, who are members of the hostile territory, which would be the District of Columbia and stuff, but the occupying power, the good guys still have to... Um, give them certain protections and they can't just go in and just start tuning tribunals left and right. They have to follow a process. And it is a very complicated process. And I'm not even in the DOD. And I've already been looking through that document and been like, holy crap, no wonder this thing is so complicated. So really, I don't, I don't even think the goalpost has been moved um, pretty much. I think this is right on track with what the good guys were planning on doing. They just either purposeful disinformation was thrown out about dates to smoke out moles or somebody accidentally said something like, or just kind of just off the bat was just like, this day's going to happen. And so, but either way things are happening. I mean, 
DC is the wall going up in DC uh, or, or around uh, the White House and stuff. Who knows what that's for? Um, and so there's just there's so much going on, guys. And it's really encouraging because we're seeing this stuff and just keep doing what we're doing in our local community. Like become a precinct captain in your area. Like go, uh, do the voting uh, booze. Like uh, audits, like things like that. So just go down the line, just keep standing up, like going to school board meetings and stuff, running for school board and stuff, running for these positions. So we're just keep doing what we're doing. The good guys have it. They have control. We don't need to know what they're doing or like who's already dead or who's, you know, body double overseeing or whatever. It's like, it's a need to know basis. We don't need to know. Um, we, the people are just supposed to be doing our thing and president Trump and them are taking care of the rest and um, they're, they're doing everything. So it's a joint effort, but we're just supposed to be doing what we're doing like at our local level and stuff. And if we're doing that, president Trump and them are doing everything they're doing stuff. We're just going to, we're going to cross the finish line together and stuff. The RE and all that. It's like, we're just going to cross the finish line together and all that. But like I said, law of war, go and read it, go and read it. Um, I can't stress that enough. Go and look at it, guys. Kind of start studying it in depth because you will, it'll make sense more when you see it. Because even reading it um, yesterday when I was, um, I was even just kind of looking through it, reading it with my dad. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And so I was just kind of like breaking it down. I'm like, okay, so this means this. And then, oh, that's why we're seeing what we're seeing and stuff. So it really helps give you context of what's going on um, and why, you know, we may, we're seeing certain things and then not seeing other certain things. Like I said, the good guys are following this to a T and it's just, it's a really complicated process. It's a really complex process and they're having to make sure they're following uh, everything um, and stuff and all that. But it is a great read and stuff. And uh, Deep State is losing control, continually. Still be careful, obviously, still be careful. Like I said, they are dangerous, like Simon said, so still be careful. But they're just continually losing control of the narrative and just bit by bit. And this stuff is going to happen, even if it takes a year or two or however long. I'm like, you know what? Sooner or later, this stuff is going to hit mainstream media. And I'm telling you guys, it is going to be epic when it does. And then you can do a little meaner, meaner, meaner to the people who, you know, thought you were nuts or whatever, like your family or friends or whatever, like you're just nuts conspiracy theory. So it's okay to do a little bit of that. It's okay to do a little bit of that. I mean, not a lot. And stuff, obviously, because then we're going to have to, you know, do stuff on the other side. But it's okay to do a little bit of the kind of, yeah, yeah, I told you so. So, so I'm going to be doing a little bit of that. <laughs> so have just um, a great weekend, everybody. Uh, well, technically, it's only Thursday. So <laughs> so I've, tomorrow, have a great weekend. But just um, stay encouraged. Just stay healthy. Uh, stay warm. We're here uh, in here in Kentucky, we got a big snowstorm and stuff. So it's going to be fun, fun, fun and stuff. So just stay encouraged, love each other. And just, we're going to be crossing this finish line together and stuff. And so however long that home stretches or, or whatever, however long until we get to the finish line, we cross over. It's like, you know, we're all going to be running it together this race. And we are going to cross it over the finish line together. And it's going to be awesome whenever we cross to the finish line. So I always love you guys. Stay encouraged, encourage each other, and I will be back again. See you guys. 
Hello, fellow patriots, and thank you all for watching today's episode. I would also like to thank the sponsor for this episode today, Hero Soap Company. Handmade in the USA, these high-quality soaps smell absolutely amazing and get the job done. My personal favorite is the lavender scent, and there are multiple scents to choose from, depending on your own mood and preference. A portion of all sales also are donated to charities focused on helping veterans and first responders. From bar soap to body wash, shower accessories, and more, there are multiple options to choose from and you will be supporting some amazing patriots at the same time go to herosoapcompany.com and use promo code hannah to get 10 percent off your order there are so many amazing patriot businesses out there in america today and we all need to support them so that together we can defund the deep state and refund the kingdom until next time this is your friendly neighborhood patriot hannah signing off and remember stay encouraged